Social Ventures Australia brings you this podcast from the SVA Quarterly, the leading management publication for the social sector in Australia. I'm Karen Prout, editor of the SVA Quarterly, and this podcast is based on a quarterly article Eunice advocates social business as tool to stop increasing inequity. In Australia in April 2017, founder of Microcredit and Nobel Peace Prize laureate Professor Mohammed Yunus urged us to consider social business as a tool to address the world's increasing inequity, whether it's getting rural Bangladeshis out of poverty or Australians off welfare. Economist, social entrepreneur and banker Professor Mohammed Yunus, who founded the Grameen Bank to provide credit without collateral to the extremely poor in Bangladesh, continues to develop social business and the entrepreneurial spirit through the Yunus Centre. Professor Yunus and the Grameen Bank were jointly awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in 2006 for the economic and social development provided by microcredit. The bank's approach was not only radical in that it provided credit without collateral to the extremely poor, it provided that credit to women. While the bank's work was initially based in Bangladesh, it has expanded around the globe, including the developed world. In Australia, in April, to speak at the first Australasian Social Business Forum, Eunice gave simple but radical messages about social business, the entrepreneurial nature of human beings, the damage of long-term welfare, and how to change the system. Eunice stressed the need for action to counter the increasing concentration of wealth in the hands of fewer and fewer people. He said, last year, 62 people held as much wealth as the bottom 50% of the world's population. This year, it's eight who earn the equivalent of 50%. What will it be next year? One person? The concentration of wealth also means the concentration of power, political, media and economic power, he said. This direction is not tenable. It's not acceptable socially and it's not politically and economically sustainable. It is waiting for the big explosion. Eunice said it must change. The question is how. Eunice is at pains to say that social business is not the only way to change the system. However, it's the primary vehicle that he's employed. He defines social business as a cause-driven business in which the investors or owners can gradually recoup the money invested but cannot take any dividend beyond that point. Any profit is reinvested in the business itself or used to start other social businesses. No personal gain is desired by the investors. Eunice said this idea came out of desperation I wanted to get away from donations to something sustainable. So every time I had a problem, I would come up with a business solution, which meant I got the money back. Social business is the name I gave to these types of businesses. Eunice acknowledges that a business can sit anywhere on the spectrum from 100% social business and 0% profit through to 0% social business and 100% profit. However, he pointed out that if you try to do both, you do less of each. He said, we wanted the maximum social benefit, so we removed completely any idea of making profit for ourselves. We could then be completely free from the logic of profit making, which is very strong and very entrenched. 
Professor Yunus has spent a lifetime providing credit to extremely poor people based on the belief that human beings have enormous creativity and are essentially entrepreneurial. Yunus said, people are born as entrepreneurs. People are not born to work for somebody else. If you look at human history, for hundreds of thousands of years, we weren't being paid. We got things done ourselves. It's only in the last two and a half centuries that we've had this idea of working for someone else. Human beings are made of unlimited creative power. Jobs put a limit to that. The creative part of the person is the most important part. You can use your creative powers for others as well, not just yourself. Clearly, in Australia, the situation is very different from Bangladesh and other developing countries where poverty is endemic and there is no formal welfare system. Eunice spoke to that difference, particularly the nature of welfare. He said, it's very important, it's our first responsibility to take care of people in distress. The second responsibility is to help people get out of charity. Somehow we forgot to say that, he said. In the social business solution, our objective would be to make you stand on your own feet and be self-reliant rather than give you a check. Eunice stressed that welfare should have an expiry date. He said welfare can be a negative thing. It should be time-bound. It is damaging for human beings to stay on welfare for life. You'll destroy a person. Their mental faculty will disappear. You're taking away their resilience and that passes on to the second generation. Eunice said the real success, rather than how many people are being supported, is how many people you take off welfare. He posed the simple problem to the audience. How do you bring five people off welfare in a way that they are excited about and happy to do? He said, it's not rocket science. We simply don't think about it. To demonstrate how they are helping young unemployed in Bangladesh, Eunice described the Eunice Centre's initiative to provide equity financing from social business funds. He said, unemployed young people are invited to submit their business ideas. The fund then chooses the ideas to invest in as a form of social business venture capital. The investment must be returned by the venture. Investors partner with the young people and provide additional support in the form of advice, training and guidance. The process of matching investors with entrepreneurs is replicable through the Design Lab platform. The fund, which started in 2013, now has 12,000 young people involved, said Eunice. By the end of the year, they'll be taking on 2,000 young people a month. Eunice is extremely positive about the wealth of ideas ready for social business solutions. He said, in social business, you can invest in businesses with returns of less than 10% as no one will invest in them. So there are many opportunities and a pool of willing capital. Eunice was at his most feisty when debating the availability of capital for low or no interest social business investment. He said, I contest that there's a limitation on that money. If eight people have the equivalent of 50% of the population, where's the limitation? Ultimately, it's me as a person. What do I want? Do I want another villa or to do something else? How do I want to end my life? It's me who gets to choose, not what the market wants. He also doesn't agree with the idea that profit is needed to create the appetite for scale. He said, 
Making money is happiness. That's the incentive. Making other people happy is a super happiness. You choose what happiness you want. Ultimately, it's up to you what you want. If you do more social business, more super happiness. Eunice provided examples of a number of Grameen social businesses as different models for solving problems. One was Grameen Danone Foods, the yogurt manufacturer set up to address malnutrition in rural areas. The nutrient-rich yogurt is manufactured as cheaply as possible, then packaged as two different products, explained Eunice. He said one is sold to the supermarkets where rich people shop, the other is sold into rural areas at half the production cost. He said we make money from the one product and cross-subsidise within the same company. Eunice sees the education system at fault as it enforces the idea that young people are preparing to work for someone else and that the only business model is a profit-making one. He said your life is dedicated to finding a job and once you've found a job, the rest of your life is done. You just keep repeating it. In the whole process, you're losing yourself. Instead, Eunice says that he educates young people that a job is an old-fashioned idea. He said, you can train your mind that you are, job, you are a job creator, not a job seeker. We just need to create a financial system to support that. Eunice also believes that young people should be introduced to options when it comes to business models. He said, profit making isn't the only way to go about solving problems. Adults' minds are already set. They are fitted with glasses with the dollar signs. Young people are not yet fitted with those glasses. Eunice pointed out that while profit-making business can solve problems, it's not their objective. Sometimes it comes as a byproduct on the way, he said. Eunice contrasted, Eunice contrasted this with social businesses which are designed to solve a specific problem, whether it's agricultural, health or employment related. For Eunice, the creative power of the imagination has the potential to solve our social problems. He said, I tell young people, you should think what kind of world you want to build. Make it as utopian as you can get. Imagination is what will drive you, not the reality. You are a free person. It doesn't cost you a penny to build it in your mind. Once you've got the destination, now build the road to get there. He said, if you do not define your destination, you won't get there. That is your first job. Imagination is your friend. Eunice emphasised that then you can start small and keep learning and prototyping until you have something that works. In his long history of developing microfinance with Grameen Bank, Eunice himself came up for, against enormous resistance. However, it's something that he sees as an essential test for whether you are making a difference. He said, my colleagues would get upset but I would say if no one is resisting, then maybe we're not doing the right thing. It means it's hurting them. When you do something new, there is mistrust. He recognises that entrepreneurs need to have a good measure of defiance to forge a different path. He said, I keep telling the young people, defy, don't accept. You find your way. The only way you can do that is through defiance. If you think you're right, pursue it. He said, by accepting norms, you are following the same path. If you want to go to a different destination, you need a different path. That's what the human life is all about. 
Professor Yunus visited Australia in April 2017 as keynote speaker at the first Australasian Social Business Forum, which SVA supported. He also spoke at a breakfast hosted by the Private Wealth Network. This article is based on what Professor Yunus said at those events. Related podcasts and articles can be found on the SVA quarterly site, www.socialventures.com.au forward slash SVA hyphen quarterly forward slash. Thank you.